Tonight we're hanging with the boys. Yeah, we're going out. Please don't we're fast. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Bill Buzz podcast. And God, it pains me to say this is the end of Weestoberfest, but it's a it's a joyous day because this is this is Johnny. Fuck, I didn't mean to introduce you yet, but I always is it Weezer Ween Halloween? It's Halloween. All Hallows Wees. All Hallows Wees. Uh, this is coming out on Halloween. All Hallows Wees. Uh, with me as always, my co-host who helps me remember the one thing that I should be able to remember very easily. Uh, JJO, Mr. Johnny O'Mara. Johnny, how's it going? Oh, I'm great. I'm great. <sighs> Dude, I've got I'm um, glad to hear it. Oh, look, I I won't I won't pain you with with more because we've already talked about it. But I've got my I've got my best guy by my side, uh, back from the vet with clean clean teeth and fewer teeth. Clean and fewer. God, that's yeah. the dream, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> if I could just have one pearly white right in front. Ooh. Well, Johnny, I have a surprise for you, and by that I mean not a surprise for you, and not for the listener because it's in the episode description. But we have a very special guest with us today. Uh, as you know, you know, every October we talk about Weezer, and uh, this October, who better to talk to about Weezer than a person who has his own Weezer podcast? <laughs> who I have listened to all of the episodes of up to the point of the Weezer albums that we are covering. You can't, so you I'm, can't spoil it. I'm not trying to spoil it for myself. There's Weezer albums I haven't listened to. Uh, please welcome to the podcast, Mr. Matt Apodaca. Matt, welcome to the Bill Buds. Thank you, thank you for having me. And wow, to to learn that there are Weezer albums you haven't heard is is, is really something. <laughs> I'd say we haven't heard most of them. <laughs> well, there are they so, have many. so many. Yeah. And they keep putting them out. Mm-hmm. They haven't stopped. Uh, also, I was going to say it'd be weird to go to the dentist and get more teeth. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be that'd be bad, I think. I guess if you're going to get like like uh, veneers or like or, or to yeah, get them true. to like fix a tooth, right? That then you'd want to come out with more. I'm you'd getting braces to to get a gap in in the front so I could have one middle tooth in the yeah. front. A second row like a shark. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, what if, you know? That would be what so if? awesome. What if I, I would bite something really hard? Yeah, I'd love to meet a person with three big, like, middle teeth. <laughs> That'd be so cool. Well, that's the dream. Great. That's the dream. Um, Matt, you have a, a, a podcast called What's With These Homies Talking About Weezer? Yes. Where I believe at this point you have covered all of the Weezer albums. Is that correct? All the current to-date Weezer albums. I'd say I've yeah I've I've covered all of the up to date released Weezer albums because I feel like there are some that are like or not even that might not even be true because like I haven't covered like um like the Lion and the Witch for example which is like B sides and like live stuff I feel like I haven't I just haven't done that one um and there might be a couple others that are similar to that that I haven't because I'm like well I've already talked about these songs. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. There's not a whole lot. Sometimes there's not a whole lot to say about like, <laughs> like I did a Beastie Boys spinoff one, and I was going to do all the Beastie Boys albums, and I, we did. I did one with John Gabris, and I was like, well, wait, like there's not a lot to say about this because it's just good. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst when when, yeah. when it's just like we just want to like vibe and chill and like oh it's a good song okay yeah. next and like the show anyway is like me for like an hour being like this fucking rocks right and like, 
<laughs> yeah. Voice was a little harder because it was just like they've never been bad. So I was like, oh, like this, this I can't. I don't think I could do this like nine more times. Like I think it would just be boring. <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, you, you you are right in that Beastie Boys have never been bad. Uh, yeah. Weezer, luckily, uh, has given us some stuff that we can be like, huh, inter- interesting. Um, but yes. we, we, I mean, obviously you have a podcast about Weezer. You love Weezer. What is your experience uh, kind of in general with uh, listening to Weezer? Uh, and I guess also a little bit like what gave you the impetus to make a podcast? I mean, I guess... I, they're my favorite. I mean, they're just my favorite. I love. I love them. I've seen them a lot. Uh, I think the first time I saw them, um, yeah, the first time I saw them was um, Blink One Eight. I Blink One Eight Two was touring. And oh, cool. When was this? This was I think pre pre Tom's exit. I think yeah, it was pre Tom's exit. First exit, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was right around the time when um. If your Ratitude hadn't come out yet, so this was like a weird time for Weezer. Uh, the but good I, times, yeah, the, good times. <laughs> the best times. The, honestly, maybe. Uh, yeah, because yeah, I mean, Ratitude hadn't come out yet. I just yeah. said they were doing pretty okay <laughs> up until that point. Um, but they, um, I, 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 I just, I don't know. I, I, I had liked them quite a bit before that. I was excited to see them, but then seeing them live, I was like, oh no, I think these guys are like it. For mm-hmm. me, I really mm-hmm. loved them. Uh, and then, I, I mean, all, all throughout high school, I was like obsessed with them. Um, like, I think when I discovered Pinkerton, because my mom was young, uh, which is something that comes up a lot on my show. That is very um, true. I talk about how young my mom was. Um, and now that I'm getting older, it's less true, but uh, you know, comparatively. Yeah, I, I think when I when I listened to your show and I was listening to episodes from like 2018, 2019, it was my yeah. mom is young and now it's my mom was young. So that's yeah. there's a that's, that's got to be don't rough for her. Don't tell her. She'll be so mad if she if she uh, found Please out don't tell my mom said. that she's aging. She yeah, she truly no. to this point she has not figured it out yet. We're trying to protect yeah, her. Cuz there's like I you know, I'm technically young, but I'm not so young that like when people talk about me being young, they often will like be like, Matt's like a little boy. And I'm like, I'm a grown man with like a job. <laughs> I'm 31. Like, I'm sure I'm maybe comparatively younger than some people. Uh, but I'm no, by no means uh, a child. Uh, but I, I, I loved them when I was a kid. Like I listened to them and I remember having, um, listening to them on cassette in my mom's minivan. Hell yeah. Uh, uh, when, I, when I was a kid, uh, and, and liking them then, I for some reason thought they were funny. I like I there was this. Uh, they're I, funny. I, they're they are I think fun. So. There's some yeah. There's I would say in the grand scheme of bands, they're probably in like the upper top, half of funny. Top third. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, to, yeah. To top third maybe. I mean, upper half was like conservative, but yeah, I, I would say maybe even top third of funny. Who are the other funny popular bands? Um, I think Blink Foo, certainly. Blink One Eighty Two. Foo Fighters, I think, are funny. Oh yeah, that's a you know what? That's a good. That's a good top three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are yeah. all pretty fun guys. Um, but I, yeah, I've always just liked them. Yeah, like Weird Al is funny, but then there's like we don't take funny ourselves purpose, too seriously yeah. type of funny. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like, I think maybe Weezer is <laughs> Weezer is maybe funny, not always on purpose. <laughs> no, yeah, I think that's true. Like, well, I, and feel, I think really... they don't often try to do it. It's kind of just happens. <laughs> mm-hmm. and like, hey, I mm-hmm. guess they really go back and forth between like. Slider all the way to we don't take ourselves that seriously to and then all the way to we are 
a very serious band, and <laughs> yes. there's like no middle ground yes. for them. <laughs> Uh, well, Matt, Johnny and I's experience with Weezer was, I, I think we had stopped listening to Weezer well before the point where we are covering uh, on this mm-hmm. album. Um, and so for the first time this year, uh, we listened to, what would we listen to, Johnny? We listened to Make Believe, um, wow. a Red Make, Album, And Ratitude, Make Believe was the last one that I owned. I think same. you said the same, yeah. Yeah. Um, but Red Album, Ratitude, and Hurley were pretty much new to us, mm-hmm. and it was kind of a weird chapter in <laughs> yeah. Weezer's like history. I so I don't want to spoil the other albums for you. It's about to get very good for you guys next October. You're gonna okay. have a great <laughs> October next year, I think. We do. Um, we have, yeah, we have five albums to cover next. There's five Mondays in uh, October, two two years in a row, which is wild. But it's gonna be. A, I think it's gonna be a good one. There's a nice. There's a nice run of at least. Oh, hmm. <laughs> there's at least two really good albums coming, uh, and then maybe some that are okay. But also in that chunk, when you get to the next chunk. You're going to look back on this previous chunk and be like, you know what? I don't know what you guys thought of Red Album or um, uh, Make Believe in general, but you're going to maybe look back on those and be like, these ones are actually kind of good. I See, see I, I got some heat because I said that I thought that Make Believe was better than Pinkerton. I think Make Believe is maybe my well, second favorite. Well, that's insane, favorite. but yeah. yeah it's it's yeah, absolutely yeah. insane, but... It, I, I like Make Believe. I think Make Believe is actually very good. And I'll, I'll st- I, maybe I won't defend the better than Pinkerton thing, but I will yeah. stand by it's it's very good. I think Make Believe almost has no skips. I think Make Believe is like pretty good top to bottom. Yeah, yeah. Red is a little clunkier, but like has the, um, the higher stronger highs. highs. Yeah. Yes, yeah, exactly. Really high highs. Um, and then the lows are sort of just like boring. They're not really like interesting. Yeah, and then Ratitude, of course, is all lows, and then we liked some songs from her. <laughs> yeah, Ratitude is pretty rough. <laughs> but but Death to False Metal is cool, and I, I think it's a great uh, um, album to end We Soberfest this year because Death to False Metal is kind of like a collection of, I think it's from like 98 to 2006 or something like that, of, of Weezer songs that they had worked on, maybe considered putting on albums, but never really ended up on an album. So it's like, it's technically a compilation album although rivers says he considers it to come following logically after hurley so rivers really considers it to be an album album yes and i don't know how i feel about that i mean obviously like i'll defer to him uh because he's the guy um <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but this to me screams i'm getting out of my, our contract mm. with geffen i think at the time yeah because they, they had already left geffen uh-huh. And this one was like a relief. Whenever a band has already left a, a record label and then they continue putting out records on that label, like there was a yes. contract thing happening. Yeah, I think so. I think they. This was uh, Nielsen plays himself, sort of uh, <laughs> uh, type of type of deal, where it was like, okay, mm-hmm. here's a here's some of these songs. Just uh, stop, please. Because yeah, that's right. Because Hurley is on Epitaph, I think. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then um, I think. Might be the only one on Epitaph, maybe. I think maybe is Ratitude on there. I can't remember, but no, Ratitude um, is their last one on Geffen, which makes okay, sense yes, because yes. if I was a record label and Ratitude came out, I would say, 
hey, maybe go find another record label <laughs> and, do, and do whatever you are doing right now, do it on someone else's dime. I, I sort of wish they would just kind of self-produce themselves. Um, yes. Like, because, I mean, obviously, like, they sort of did that with Pinkerton um, mm-hmm. and to great effect, obviously. But, uh, and I don't know if I necessarily trust them to do it uh, the way we would want, but I would at least, I feel like sometimes the labels that they hop on yeah, uh, don't really care what they're yeah. up to, you know, and it's in a way that's like detrimental to them. Like, I don't think they're not really promoting this seasons project that they're doing right now. Uh, like nobody's really promoting that except rivers. Like, yeah, which is wild because strange. it's a very cool project and it's a very yeah. ambitious project. And I feel like more people would be talking about it. And yeah. they're like, one of the biggest bands you like they're they're a big band you know they're deceptively like, huge like or, right like, they're not as they're like bigger than you th- like most people would consider um like a couple years ago they played coachella for the first time and i wow. sometimes don't think they know that they're big because rivers <laughs> was even like hey this might be the only time we get to do this like he said that on the broadcast that i watched and i was like that's I guess maybe true because it's. I would say it's rare for like bands to like do Coachella multiple years in a row unless they're like a smaller band. But like, yeah, they. I don't know. And you know, of course, they. This was when they were in their Africa uh, cover zone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so they they did that at Coachella. Um, and but they're this weekend they're playing at the Hollywood Bowl. Yeah, right. Like, which is huge. Like, I mean, they're playing. It's on a bill with like Alanis Morissette, Garbage, One Republic, a strange lineup. Hmm. Um and I huh. and I'm bummed because I can't go, but uh you know I'd love to see my boys at the bowl, but I just saw them not long ago at the <laughs> Troubadour. Yeah, I, yeah, I I guess I feel well. I feel like Weezer is one of those bands that like a lot of people know. I was thinking about this earlier. I was like, how many bands do I know like the front person's name of? Because mm. it's not all the bands I like. Like there are some bands where I'm like, mm, like what's this person's name? I don't know anyone in the band, but like mm-hmm. I feel like Rivers. Maybe it's just because he has an interesting name is like relatively relatively well known. Yeah, like well, you could say that like. Of like the bands from like the nineties, he's like at least has name recognition also. Like, yeah. He was on that um that was it that flat earther guy's name, Bob B O B. Uh on oh, that oh, yeah. Song. B-O-B. yeah. Like he's credited as Rivers, not Weezer. Like, you know what I mean? Like if it was like if he was not that popular, it would have probably just been like with Weezer, which was yeah, exactly not true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That'd be very funny if he brought all of Weezer in to do yeah. just that. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna sing this hook real quick. <laughs> Everybody just in the background, like, you're doing yeah. great, man. Yeah, this it's actually pretty good. What'd you say about the earth? <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, enough about uh, Flat Earther BOB or Bob. <laughs> I, yeah, I've, I've never known BOB, it doesn't matter. Um, this album, uh, the, the one that we are discussing today, uh, yes. uh Death to False Metal. A really great name for an album, by the way. It's yeah. like really we- cool. Weezer, too cool well, for Weezer. Yeah, it, they'll shock you with their album names. Like, they'll, there's the classic Weezer where you're like, great, yeah, perfect. I know what this is, uh, but then there's like the you know the ratitudes of it all that Rain Wilson named the the make believe. It's like, where do these come from? I don't know. And but later on, oh, I don't even want to spoil this if you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's also funny because like I know Rivers loves metal and he talks about it all the time and they're like the least not maybe not the least but not very close to being a metal band so i love that sort of like although (laughs) have you guys seen have you seen them live 
No. We have not. We, both of us have not. I'd say next time they're in town, I think just go. I, I think we'll have to at this point, right, Johnny? Yeah. yeah. And we missed Hell Omega for some reason. Uh, sure. Oh, yeah. But I know my my niece saw She's like 11 and she saw them. And it's like, you don't. You don't have a podcast. Yeah, no, that's Stupid so funny. Um, that I, I saw that, and <laughs> I would say that their set was good. I don't know if it was necessarily representative of what makes them a good live band, because like right now, they when I've seen them, it's a lot. T- a lot of times, it's the same set, but oh, it's exactly the hits. Maybe a uh, a deep cut every now and then. You'll get a deep cut kind of depends on the size of the room if they're playing like a stadium like dodger stadium you're going to be hearing all the hits and like that's not a bad set the hits are good yeah you're gonna have a great time even if you hadn't i'd say if you haven't seen them before and they're playing a big venue like that you're gonna have the time of your fucking life like they're like they're gonna play exactly every song you want to hear it's gonna be great and but also the thing the reason i brought it up i feel like i say this a lot on the show rivers i think sometimes forgets that he like he can really shred. He's like a yeah. very, very good, like shreddy guitar player. And like sometimes he will do it and you'll be very surprised when he's doing it. Um, but when he's live and he's like feeling himself, he'll really go for it. And like you can tell that he's like, watch this. <laughs> and it's like, oh shit, okay. This guy's fucking rocks. He's really cool. Um, but uh, you don't get it enough. Uh, okay, well, so Death to False Metal. Anyway, de- debuts yes. at uh, 48 on the top 200. Only stays on the chart for one, uh, the top 200 chart for one week. But honestly, for a compilation, you know, uh, uh, album, that's that's not bad. And they, shocking it charted. <laughs> yeah, it's it's absolutely shocking it charted. And they had just put out an album like earlier in the year. They had just put out early, so it's it's you know. Yes. Um, and if I remember correctly, there was a, also a Pinkerton Deluxe Edition issue yes. at the same time, too. Dropped on the same day. They both came out yes. on uh, November 2nd, uh, 2010. Um, so almost almost 12 years uh, to the date of when this uh, episode comes out. Uh, they wow. missed Weeztober by Spooky. two days. Uh, mm, yeah, really <laughs> makes you think. Really makes you think. <laughs> uh, 10 tracks, 32 minutes, 52 uh, seconds. I got to say, when I saw that, I was like, okay. Weezer's yeah. back. We're back. Ten tracks, thirty minutes. Like that's a Weezer album. That's a good clip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. Uh, th- these tracks, I-, I made a mistake when I said it before. These tracks are th- reportedly tracks that they worked on from '93 to 2008. So that is like, I mean, that is a lot. It's 15 years of the band's existence, which is all of their existence, kind of to, to date. You know, for for, for when this uh, album came out. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot mixed up in there. And then I, I went through each track and said kind of which era it's from. So when we get to it, I will I will cover that as well. But that's wild. Right. They, they're they still digging out stuff that he's just been noodling with for years. Like, I feel like on their most recent um, EP, he, like, one of the melodies that he wrote was from something he wrote in uh, 1997. Like, he just holds on to stuff. He's a little pack rat. <sighs> that is wild. Yeah. It, it, it also seems like from what I was reading about this album that he they'll have like discussions as a band when they bring it out. Like, what about mm-hmm. this thing from '97? They're all like, I don't know if it's ready yet. And it's like, well, <laughs> maybe it never will be. Then, you know, like, yeah, it's probably hard. I would imagine that's hard to to even conceptualize. Yeah, like, I, I can't even I can't even think of like what the equivalent of like something I do. Uh, that's like me on the back line at an improv show being like, they're not ready for this one. <laughs> <laughs> Better hold on to this for the next show. <laughs> <sighs> 
No, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna save my uh, uh, cat food Christmas gift exchange sketch for another three years because this <laughs> Christmas is just like it doesn't fit in the show. It's I gotta yeah. back pocket this one. <laughs> uh, okay, well why don't we just listen to this? Let's let's uh, listen to uh, track one. This is the first track. This is uh, turning up the radio. So I like that. I like the little backup. Uh, th- that is a little yeah. bit of a uh, track one. That's a uh, turning up the radio. Uh, all right, Matt. We'll we'll start with you. What what are you what are your thoughts on this guy? I it's a little like I would say this one is like honestly like B plus for me. Like I I I I do sort of like it. There are parts of it that I don't love, um, but I think it's like for this like a like a kind of a strong start. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't particularly love the. I don't love Rivers' vocals on this one for some reason. That's it doesn't really work for me. That's it's a so too clean. I I wrote that I do really like his vocals oh, on this one. I really it's it, they're like a he almost has like a deeper voice or something in this that I mm-hmm. I really liked. I, I I just sort of like I don't know like he's he's I know that he's done like a lot to like improve his his voice mm-hmm. uh, just like over the years. Um, I like sometimes when he lets it like be a little looser. Yeah. Like I feel like I think maybe the the problem with the song in is maybe it just sounds too clean. Uh like it's all very like I don't know, very orderly mm-hmm. um to me. But I but I like I I like the song. I think the song is good. Um he- yeah, I, th- yeah, this one is this one is so, so interesting because I, I was before I had researched it, I was just like looking at kind of like the liner notes, and I saw that there was like sixteen people credited as being writers for this song because yeah. it's a result of his two thousand eight collaborative YouTube project. Let's write a song, S A W N G, um, and he invited like fans to submit ideas, and then people like collaborated by like recording videos, and. I mean, I think that's just like that's a cool like little project, and it's fun that it actually made it onto an album too. Yeah, that is. He's used to be very like he still kind of is like that. Like he has a Discord server that he's pretty active in. Um, he like sold, wow. he made a website and sold his demos on it, uh, which was interesting. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's like a, it- he likes to. He's logged on. Yeah, wasn't there a contest for a, a video, like a bunch of people, or maybe it wasn't even a contest, but just a bunch of people in the video who were like extras were all fans? Yeah, they did that for Pork and Beans, I think. Yes, yeah, yes. yeah. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, when uh, they're out they're like outside of that stadium or something. I mean, yeah, it, it, it seems like it, they're in the history of Weezer, there's like healthy involvement with fans and unhealthy involvement <laughs> with fans. And I think this song is kind of like, the best possible result of the healthy involvement with fans. It's like to be able to collaborate, you know, quote unquote with, you know, Weezer, especially if you're a big fan of like rivers, like that's gotta be really cool. cool. Yes. It's, it's the best case scenario. 
And it's it to me, it's right up until the line of like before I'm like, okay, well, wait a second. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It's it's like it's like actually, whoa, it's really cool to be performing improv. Like, isn't this awesome? And it's like, well, wait, who's making money off of this? Like, what yeah. the fuck am yeah. I doing for 12 that, years? Or like when fans think that like they know what a better story for Star Wars would be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, okay, you, you don't have to like every Star Wars, but you don't, you watching it don't know better than the people making it, probably. But, you know, maybe you do, but I don't know if, uh, if, if, if Weezer fans made every Weezer song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it would necessarily produce great results. <laughs> I think you should go back to saying weird stuff about women. <laughs> yeah, Weezer fans look at like Marvel and Star Wars fans and like, motherfucker, we've been toxic since 96. Like, yeah, we, yeah, we yeah. Don't, All this shit is tired. <laughs> yeah, nice uh, try. Th- I was a- born in it. <laughs> There's a lyric in the song where he says, let the good times roll, which is a Cars song. And, you know, they worked, they've worked with Rick Ocasek before. And so I was like, oh, that's pretty fun, like, just to, to throw that lyric in. Check the writing credit. Rick, o- Rick Ocasek did not get a writing credit on this one. So. Well, he didn't enter the contest. <laughs> yeah, you got you to gotta put your name in the hat, Rick. <laughs> Uh, I also like the, 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 I don't know if it's verse three or like the breakdown or whatever in this song where he's like hip hop, whatever. I like that more than I like heart songs. I'll, I'll be, <laughs> if I'm being 100% oh, interesting. Honest. It's like a, it's like a more vague version of heart songs where he's yeah. just saying like genres of music. Oh yeah. It's the rock. It's the roll. It's the, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Funk. It's the soul. Yeah. 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 Wow. Oh, that I, fact that I pulled that from my dome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick. He's uh he's also there's a great guitar solo on this one too. I I'll be honest, this was one of my favorite ones on the album. Um, I I I think it just really gets you in there. Like it, it's it's a good introduction to the album, which I think Weezer is pretty good at doing. They're pretty good at introducing you to what the album's going to be like. Mm-hmm. Track one and track ten, track ten, yeah, are ones to watch. Usually. Exactly. Yeah, this is a solid. This is just a solid like good time. Nothing, nothing mind blowing. Nothing. Um... Uh, off-putting, <laughs> <laughs> which which you can find, you can find yeah. sometimes, <laughs> which is really yeah. all you want. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you'll be listening to a, a Weezer album and a a, a a tingle will go down your spine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, let's listen to track two and hope we don't get any of those uh, spine tingles. Uh, this is I don't want your loving.
All right, a little bit of a of I don't want your loving uh, track two. Um, I, I said I would mention this because this one was credited in the initial press release for this as being a demo for Maladroit, but I guess it actually wasn't being worked on until 2003, like the year after Maladroit. So mm, I don't I don't know that this was ever a contender for Maladroit, but it definitely has the Maladroit era it, feeling. It feels very like Maladroit Green album. Yeah, 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 and I think that's part of why. I think it's one of my favorites on the on the album. It really it's really good. Like I yeah. think it's I wish they played it. Uh I don't think they've ever uh maybe they've played it live. I've never heard them play it live, but I think it's like I don't know, that's a quintessential Weezer song to me. It's like uh, you know, this frustrated guy yeah. uh upset with the way his his love life's going. I was like this is good. This is like this they're in their bag with this one. Yeah, and it's got some classic Rivers lyrics uh, to start it out, which is, you are cool and you're hot and yeah. you know what you've got. And if there's like, there's, it's like, it, my spine was tingling a little, but I was also like, it's good because you know who wrote it. Like, you, yes. you, you know exactly where you are with a line like that. Rivers was like, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you you can also tell it's like a a fantasy song because he talks about like he's turning her down, which is not something he's ever done. <laughs> no, no, he can't. <laughs> I I agree with you, Matt. I, this is also another strong like a uh, favorite of mine on the album, though. It's you're right. It's just like it's a three minute song. It's like it feels like it's checking off a ton of these like classic. And the more Weezer we cover, the harder it is to pin down what classic Weezer is. But it's like it's it's. It feels like it's checking off those boxes a lot. Yeah. As long as you got like a chunky guitar, Mm -hmm. that's going to go a long way in a Weezer song. Yeah. Mm -hmm. doesn't necessarily matter if it's like the best song they've written since like Blue or Pinkerton or something. If you've got a chunky guitar, you're sort of like the boys are back in town. And this one has fun harmonies on the chorus too. Like yes. uh, Scott and Brian also have writing credit on this one too. So I feel like they're, I don't know, it just feels like people are a little more active on this song. And if this song was honestly, if this showed up on like Maladroit for say, I, I don't think it would be out of place. Like I, I think that this could easily be an album track. Oh yeah. I think I, I, it's a good, it's, yeah. And to your point of it being a three minute song, mm-hmm. that's, can I just say, that's all you need. That's all you need. <laughs> we we have big, songs that are longer than this. Yeah, we're big proponents of the less is more. I mean, yeah. like like I said, ten track, thirty minute, perfect album length. Perfect. That's album really length. good. The uh, it's equivalent to like the ninety minute movie. Yes. yes. Right. No complaints about yeah. a ninety minute movie. No. I, could, I mean, unless it's just bad. But like, yeah, oh, yeah. But I could watch bad, anything for ninety minutes. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. If it's like bad and it's two hours, I'm like, what are we doing here? Now, uh, the, the the but the caveat to that is, if I see a movie and its length is like 87 minutes, I'm like, ooh, you really you <laughs> didn't you you didn't have enough to get to 90. That's not good. I'll I'll counter with the movie Creep. I think is 78 minutes long and it's perfect. It's great. Creep is that's the one where it's like in a cabin and the guys like filming. Yeah. Yeah. It's Mark Duplass and one other yep. guy. Is it a that's a solid movie. Is it a horror movie? Yes, it's uh, perfect for this time of year. I, I do think mm, a, I do think a horror. Yeah, we stay over. I think a horror movie you're allowed to be a little shorter. I, th- I, I think. Yeah, I think. Yeah, um, but if you're like a biopic, 
Like, what happened here? <laughs> if I saw the uh, Weezer biopic come out and it was like 85 minutes, I'd be like, oh, no. They <laughs> yeah, missed they're... some stuff. They missed they some skipped stuff. skipped a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, let's uh, let's talk about... Uh, oh, uh, the, the other thing I'll mention on this one is it has something that I don't really hear a lot in like a Weezer song, which is like the last 30 seconds, that outro is just like a jam. It's like a... Yeah. It's very... It's kind of like strange because I'm like... Oh, they don't do that a lot. They don't do like a lot of like big jamming outros. No, they're um, just like we're out of here. Yeah, yeah. It felt very like pop punky to me. Um, all right, let's listen to tra- uh, track three. This is a track called "Blow in My Stack." That is a little bit of oh yeah we got that little outro there. That's a little bit of blow in my stack. Um, this one was first recorded prior to the release of Make Believe uh, in 2005. Uh, Johnny, start with you. What are you? What are your opinions on Blow in My Stack? Man, what a fun song. It's got mm. like a great guitar riff. the the sol- The solo is like it it it's great, and there's like an awesome build towards the end that just like whips ass. What a what a fun time this song is. Yeah, uh, Matt. I think Whip's Ass is is correct. Like, I think it's, <laughs> a, yeah, a very fun song. I wish, like, and I, I know what I was saying. I like Make Believe quite a bit. Um, I wish this had made it on there. I wish uh, that there were more songs on Make Believe that sounded like this. Um, yeah, because Make Believe kind of has that, like, um, sad, like, emo quality to it. And yes. I think this is so different from that. I can see how this would be maybe considered for make-believe because it whips ass, but not ultimately put on make-believe because that maybe wasn't like the vibe they were trying to go for on that album. No, they and t- they were sort of like in their like MTV bag at that time too. Yeah. Where they were like, because I just remember seeing the music video for Beverly Hills, like like it was like a Backstreet Boys video or something. Yeah. Like it was just on all the time. And I was mm-hmm. like, this video is like, I mean, I haven't seen it in a long time, but I remember it being just like kind of just like a normal music video. Like, yeah. Oh, like what's, it's not like it's, you know, the only thing interesting about that whole video is the location is the Playboy Mansion, but maybe that was what made it like maybe, MTV, yeah. you know, esque. Yeah, that's interesting to think yeah. about. Yeah, what a time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my, my thought when I first heard Blow in My Stack, and keep in mind, the place that I'm in is I very recently have just listened to Ratitude and Hurley. So when I heard Blow in My Stack, <laughs> yeah, I was like, through it. Is this a is this like a where's my sex like smart girls thing where he was like what about a song called blowing my load and everyone was like uh why don't we do that thing where you change one word and we uh we make yeah. the song a little different yeah. uh but also I kind of would love to hear we just sing a song called blowing my load yeah freaking bust fucking... a nut <laughs> <laughs> uh, blowing my stack the the. <laughs> The terminology there, I don't love. I don't know why, but it just hearing those words in my brain. There, there's two songs on this album that the chorus is like in the title, and I don't quite love 
like the word choice that they used. It's a weird quibble, but yeah. I, do, I, I don't feel like singing blowing my stack. I don't feel like saying those words to myself. I, I don't know if this is correct. Is blowing my stack like I'm picturing like big like flumes kind of like at like a factory or something like and it's like oh, maybe oh. like a word like for like getting mad or something like See, you're blowing your top or something. I the, 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 I believe that like that. Yes. When I hear blowing my stack, I hear like spending my stack of money like oh, I'm, I'm, okay. I'm blowing. But but again. It it's just not, doesn't. It's clunky. It just doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel no. like words that even he would use. But, but it also feel. I feel like he does this thing, and I think there's another song where there's something like this, where it it. He seems like the kind of American who would say like British slang, and I don't think that this is British slang, but it also <laughs> feels like a, something. This is such a burn. Hold on one second. <laughs> but it feels like something that someone would be like, yeah, you know, like. I'm blowing my stack. And he's he just thinks that and says it as if it's a thing that people say. I don't know. This is like a next level roast. I've never heard something like this before. He looks like the type of American who says British slang. Yeah. I, I This is so good. I'm gonna say it's this not to wrong. somebody. <laughs> Uh, the, but I, I agree with you guys. I think that this song, like, it does whip ass. Like, it goes, it goes pretty hard. The only thing, I, and this is a quibble. I think we t- mentioned it on an, another Weezer song relatively recently, Johnny. But the lyric in verse one about like how he needs cash and like he's got to work to make money. I, I just, it feels it's a little bit. Like, I don't know what his finances are like, but my God. I think he's doing okay. I hope that in like 2005 he wasn't worried about like going to work. <laughs> right? Like he's in. But again, I know. Believe me, like ninety percent of mus- musicians, like they they have to make their money on the road. Like you know, we I listen on Spotify. Spotify is fucking horrible for artists, right? Like it takes yeah, it takes all of their money. Albums do not sell like they used to sell. the The deals that they cut are really bad. But I'm like, please tell me that Weezer is not like hard up for money. I'd be heartbroken. I yeah, I also would just be surprised based on the amount of money I've spent on them, <laughs> in, in, like in my lifetime over the last. Like, surely they have my years. money. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, surely I'm kicking in quite a bit here. And there are at least like seven or eight other dudes as into them as you are. Yeah, at least. <laughs> yeah, Weezer can afford like a decent used car on what yeah. I have given the band personally. They're getting a large combo when they go to uh, uh, Carl's Junior. <laughs> Uh, okay, cool. Well, well, let's move on. Um, and so, so far, by the way, my power rankings, I like the first song the best, the second song the second best, and the third song the third best. So hey, that's pretty good. I know. That, well, they are getting worse, which is a problem. Yeah. Uh, it, but but th- these three songs, I think, are a really strong start to an album. Um, this is track four. This is Losing My Mind.
Uh, that's a little bit of of losing my mind. This is another one that was first recorded um, in like the make believe era, prior to the release of of make believe. Uh, Matt, what are your thoughts on this one? Uh, you're right. They're getting worse. Um, this one, <laughs> it's not my favorite. Uh, I don't think it's like that bad. I just don't think it's like it's not. There's nothing really that interesting about it to me. Um, I, I'm also looking at some some notes about the album. There's a better like version of this song uh, that like it, it it has similar like elements. Uh, it's called uh, "My Brain Is Working Overtime." It's a much yeah. better song. It's just a better song. Period. Like, was I, was that yeah. one from his alone album? Yes. Yeah. And I, correct me if I'm wrong, but was "My Brain Is Working Overtime"? Wasn't that like eventually worked into this song, or were they two completely separate songs? They're like they're pretty different, but like there are parts that are like similar. Similar. Okay. Like. Uh, I think like there's like a similar like chord progression, uh, sure, but like sure. other than that, like it's like they're just very different. Like they're just different songs. But um, if I'm gonna pick one over the other, I'm gonna go yeah. with "My Brain Is Working Overtime," which is it's a fun song. It's it's it's, it's just, I don't know. This one uh, doesn't really work for me. I wouldn't say it's the worst on here though. No, it's it is it's four minutes too, which is just like when you're yes. a slower tempo song. It's like a, you know four minutes is a lot, and and it. It, I do think it's kind of like a speed bump in the energy of the album yes. to, to this point. Uh, this one was considered for make-believe. I can totally see that. It kind of fits with what it looks like they were going for on make-believe. Mm-hmm. Personally, glad it's not on make-believe. Like, I think yes. I think make-believe is a better album for it not being on there. It's not the worst song in the world, but it's, no. you know, they have stronger songs. Weezer's got a lot of songs to pick from. So if you were a band with 10 songs... It's harder for me to make these comparisons, but if you have 280 songs, I could be like, oh, you've done this one better in a different version yes, for sure. Yes, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> I That just made me realize, once we're done with this album, we will have talked for about 10 minutes about 90 Weezer songs. <laughs> 10 minutes each. Yeah, we've, we have covered a lot of Weezer songs. Yeah, no, uh, wait till you... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Matt's, Matt's an old hand at this. Wait till you do them all. Uh, J- Johnny, uh, what, what are your thoughts on this one? How, what, what did it do for you? You're not really a slower song guy. I'm not, but I'll tell you what. I, I kind of liked this one. Oh, wow. Um, it, was, it was nothing like, kind of like turning up the radio. It was nothing like mind-blowing, nothing where I'm like, whoa. But it was it was solid. Um, I did kind of like it was slower, but I also liked the sort of dreaminess of it. Um yeah, I mean nothing, nothing against it, but um, but but it didn't blow my mind. But I, I had I had a nice I had a nice little time with this one. Can I tell you what might be going on in your mind, Johnny? This is just a guess. Uh, yeah, yeah. But it, it what might be happening is that at no point in this song did Lil Wayne show up to do a rap verse, and you thought mm. maybe this isn't a bad Weezer song. <laughs> maybe I'm like maybe I'm ready to like accept that Weezer does good songs again. That yeah no. <laughs> if you're comparing any Weezer song to can't stop partying the other song <laughs> is gonna seem better well i was having a good time so far listening to this album as well because having just listened to hurley and um and ratitude, ratitude. you know there's some stuff on there that i just never truly want to hear again um but th- <laughs> this this one is unoff- in- inoffensive to me like inoffensive yeah. you know yeah i'd say that's about like the best thing you could say about it probably um okay let's listen to track five this is a song called everyone <laughs> 
right, that is a uh, that is a little bit of everyone. Uh, this one was recorded recorded. Um, well, yes, it was recorded, but I'm not sure if this recording is from that. In fact, I think it was not in the uh, post Pinkerton era, like that, like where they took like a, a little break, you know, from yes. from Weezer because everybody hated Pinkerton when it first came out. And look what you did. When people did that, look what you did. Yeah, you made weird, you made rivers go right, everyone. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I can totally see why this one never made it onto a Weezer album because it doesn't really sound like I don't know what album it would fit on. You know, uh, it's it's like very you know kind of grungy and like. A lot harder, except River says, I guess this thing where sometimes he doesn't, sometimes he doesn't, but he doesn't seem like he wants to curse a lot. And so yes. it kind of, it kind of, it, you know, it ends up with him saying stuff like suck a thumb and kick a bum. And I'm like, I don't necessarily know that that's like the most hardcore like thing that you can say. And I, I get, is it, is that supposed to be funny? I, I don't know. I, I was, I was kind of having trouble with this one. Yeah. Well, I'll say this. Because it's going to be a while till you get there, I think. I think you might, you actually might get to it next uh, Weeztober. Okay. <laughs> the Black Album was promoted with Rivers saying in many different interviews, I actually cuss on this one. Whoa. <laughs> wow. Whoa. And it, it honestly was shocking to hear. Um, this one, I'll say yes. Like, doesn't fit quite anywhere on another Weezer album, but I think it's fine here. I think it's like a, just a nice change of pace. Yes, yes. It's sort of just, and something that really works uh, on it for me, not that I, th- I don't think it's like a great song, right? But like, Scott's bass sounds really cool on this track. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes Scott doesn't get enough time to shine. Uh, I think he's a very good bassist. Uh, and also Pat's back there really fucking it up. <laughs> uh, on the drums back there, I don't know. I, I like I like to hear uh, when Pat's having fun. Um, so those two elements alone, uh, I think I think this makes me sort of enjoy um, hearing it. And I think it's just all, all about placement. If it was sooner on this album or later, yes. it probably wouldn't mm-hmm. work. But like coming after losing my mind, I think it's a fine it's a fine song. Yeah, it's a sub three minute song too. So it's like yes. it's in and out. Uh, Johnny? Look, you fucking jokers. This was my favorite song on the album. Wow. Let's fucking go. This has like a very Queens of the Stone Age sound to me, especially like like early Queens of the Stone Age. And I was like, as soon as this song kicked on, I was like, fuck yes. And I agree. It doesn't fit anywhere except for this album because it's just like odds and ends. Um, But I loved it. And it felt like kind of Rivers being like, kind of playing around with that like metal that he like loves. Um, I, I don't love him saying that he wants to kick a bum and I'm going to choose to imagine that it's him saying something weird and, and he doesn't want to say ass and he's saying, I'm going to, I'm going to kick some bum. Yeah, I think so. (laughs) I'm fingers crossed that that's what he meant. Um, but yeah, this was like a fucking a plus song for me. I was like so stoked every time this came around. (laughs) If you took the lyrics out of the song, I think I would like it like 90% better because I do think it kind of goes really hard and it's so different from what we like Weezer normally does. But man, I I can't I'm just trying to think of like what songs would I would just be ruined for me if people were like, let's not cuss on this song. It's like 
you kind of, if you want to be a rock star, you kind of have to like cuss, like you kind of have to say like motherfucker, like you just, because otherwise I don't associate, it's not like cool, it's not rock and roll, like it's not, you're not rebelling against anything. Like telling somebody to suck a thumb, that's like some Shakespeare acting class shit. Like that's not funny or like hardcore, it doesn't work. And it's like at, at the worst, you're calling someone a baby. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's like, okay. <laughs> They're rebelling against your expectations, man. And that's fucking rock. That's hard they rock. They, you know they failed in that regard. I'm <laughs> <laughs> corrected. Uh, all right, let's listen to track six. Uh, track six is uh, uh, called I'm a Robot. That is that is a little bit of I'm a robot. Um, this one again was one that was recorded in the make believe era, which was shocking to me to hear because it doesn't really sound like the three tracks on this that are from the make believe era were blowing my stack, losing my mind, and I'm a robot. They all sound like completely different to me. Um, J- Johnny, what what are your thoughts on on I'm a robot? I thought this was a fun one. I. I, I it's super short. You're kind of in and out, and it's like yeah. just a goofy little time. I think the chorus is fun. Uh, I couldn't help, but the two things that this reminded me of are first of all, this is like a sitcom theme song. Yes. I, I, <laughs> I, I I just I could see like <laughs> title card people. Yeah. yeah, title cards. People entering a house, and it also reminded me a lot of um, that Lemon Demon album that we listened to way way back. Uh, Spirit oh, phone. Yeah, yeah. Th- yeah. This felt like it could have belonged on there, where it's like a, a, I don't know, just like a weird. I get that kind of z- zany commentary. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was fun. Also, uh, looking at the note, there are like thirty known recordings of this between two thousand two and twenty ten, which is That's so just wild. wild. Really had to perfect it, uh, Matt. What are you? What, what about? What are your thoughts on this one? I don't love it. Um, I don't necessarily think it's like bad. I just like don't have to hear it. Yeah, <laughs> like you know what I mean. I, it's not like a song that I'm like I better throw on. I'm not putting this on any playlist. I'm not hoping to play this at a show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I hear it on this when I listen to this, which is rare. <laughs> and like that's about the only about how much I interface with. Yeah, I'm a robot. Yeah. I don't really think about it at all. <laughs> um. <laughs> It's just it's it's just one of their songs to me. Uh, uh, can, I, can I can please. I ask? Yeah. Which which Weezer albums do you think you listen to the most, and which ones do you think you listen to the least? I would say this little sandwich right here, right? This Hurley and Ratitude are on the lower end, certainly. Um, and then obviously like blue and Pinkerton are like way up there just cause they're like, they're just like comfort, but I'm throwing on albums you haven't heard yet quite a bit. Like oh, some of the more recent stuff. Interesting. I'm like really into, um, well, well, I'll, I'll yeah. say this, the, the reason why Johnny and I got into, um, doing this in Weeztober, uh, was because we listened to Van Weezer, 
like in October or something, yes. and someone someone had said like you should do. We I don't know where it came from, but that's the genesis of the idea. But we fucking loved Van Weezer. We thought okay, Van Weezer was a lot rocked. of fun. I love Van Weezer. Yeah, yeah, I fucking love it. There's a couple albums bef- uh, before that that aren't as fun to me, um, but have some fine stuff on it. Sure. Uh, and then there's a couple albums before those that really, really sing. I think. I think you're gonna really like the next couple albums. I think. My, my thought with I'm a Robot, and I don't know if you've ever done this, maybe like in like sketch writing or I, I did it in like a creative writing class where they were like you, you had an exercise, which is kind of like an exercise that um, I think uh, uh, Rick Rubin gave Weezer to do at one point, which is like write something like write a poem like you are Edgar Allan Poe, like as mm. if you like embody Edgar Allan Poe and then write a poem. And it's it's fun to do as a writing exercise because you're like, oh, I'll just try something a little new. And this feels like they got the prompt, like sing a Cars song like you're doing a Talking Heads impression. And then they yes. they wrote this song. And it's like it's cool. Like you did the exercise and you made it into this thing. It's not really what you do. And, it, and I'm here for your experimentation because I think that that's like, you know, Weezer takes big swings. And I think that's really, really fucking cool. Yes, it's like I agree. I, I, you know, if I looked at Rivers, I'd be like, "Well, this guy's a little nerd. He's, 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 he ain't nothing." But he's actually pretty brave with like the musical choice. He puts his whole ass on the line, to good effect and to really ill effect <laughs> yeah. a lot, and that's that's. It's, I admire that. I really and do. It's not just sometimes too. He does it like every time. Yeah. Like, he like I don't know. Like it's we, it's the same thing we were talking about earlier about like. If Weezer fans were in charge of Weezer, it would just it would be bad because yes. it would be it would be Blue and Pinkerton ten times. Yes, and that's not very interesting. Like, yeah, those are good. You want stuff that's sort of like in the zone of that, right? But mm-hmm. a good band, like I don't know, I, Pearl Jam's a very different band now than they were when they were new, right? Because yeah, they've yeah, just yeah. gotten older and their style has changed. He's sort of more of like a Bruce Springsteen kind of guy, like now mm-hmm, sort of mm-hmm. uh not that weezer should be doing that uh but weezer's also not acting their age either um no. but it, <laughs> it, it, and never it, and never have they no 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 there, uh, maybe there was one moment when they crossed you know like yeah oh. he was acting like a an old ass man and and it's like there was maybe one album where it was like okay yeah then. yeah yeah that, there's a it's but it's probably pretty early on it's probably like yeah. green like green was the <laughs> yeah. one where they were like acting their age and then it They're just like, dude you're like 29 like, <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so i mean look i'm here for the experimentation but this one is just like it's it's you know it's fine um I'm glad again. Another one that I'm glad did not make it onto make believe because then it would make me like make believe less. This song needs synths. Yeah, you're gonna be Ooh. a robot. Yeah, and it's gonna be a song about being a robot. And I know it's not like a literal robot. It's more just like your life is like monotonous. It's a metaphorical, whatever. Just throw some synths on it. No one's gonna be like, this shouldn't have synths. It's not like a robot. <laughs> just do it. Yeah, I guess we's not. A, I guess Weezer is not as brave as I said they were because no, they they're actually quite cowardly. When you think about it. <laughs> Uh, let's listen to these cowards' uh, seventh track of the album. This is Trampoline.
Uh, all right, that is a little piece of a of trampoline. Again, this is also from the post Pinkerton uh, period. Um, same as everyone. Uh, I'll say it. This was my favorite on the album. Wow. Yeah. I fucking love this song. I think this, this, I mean, maybe it's just because it made me, it reminded me of Pinkerton again, but, and I wasn't expecting to hear like that era of Weezer, you know, especially after everyone this, but this, this song really, really, really worked for me. It's under three minutes. Uh, I don't know, man. It's just, it's, it's got a, it, the chorus is pretty fantastic too. Now, the one qualm I have about this song is I think that this could have gotten the smart girls treatment and I think it could be called something that is not trampoline because trampoline doesn't make sense to me. I think if he had just done like like Emmeline or like, you know, like s- s- something. Stumbling, but that was already taken. <laughs> yeah, stumbling. <laughs> uh, poutine would have worked as well. Yeah. Um, I, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I this this one just had like verse three has a really grungy guitar in it. I don't know. This, it, it worked for me. This is this was one that definitely worked for me. It's it's really cool. This it kind of reminds me of when um, for like the fifth anniversary of emotion, Carly Rae Jepsen put out like two or three bonus tracks that were written for the album, but never released. Yeah. And it's very cool to hear like st- stuff from the Pinkerton era that never came out. But you know, it's, it's cool to get that like snapshot back in time where it feels like new and familiar at the same time. Well, I wonder, cause this also, this dropped at the exact same time that he dropped like 15 Pinkerton demos as well. Right. Interesting. Like, but this yeah. one w- wasn't one of them. I don't think. No. So it's weird how this made it on this album. There hmm. are, there are songs on the Pinkerton deluxe that are in I think top Weezer territory that were not on the album. There's there's so many great songs that were left off of that album, um, which is just really interesting to consider. Yeah. And there's also like I mentioned these demos that he released uh, a couple summers ago, uh, and there's a lot of stuff from this early era that I was like shocked to hear. It's like weird that like. He just holds on to it all. Yeah. Like, and then there's stuff that like has come out in uh f- like from that time that he's put in other songs. Like it's very interesting what he does. Um, but like hearing some of these old demos, I was just like, wow, this could have like Pinkerton could have been like three albums. They could have done easily had three, just with it, um, the amount of work they did. It's like time. when when they uh when the Aqua Teen Hunger Force movie came out and then they released a whole second movie of deleted yeah, scenes. Deleted scenes. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's wild about Pinkerton is it came out and people didn't like it because it wasn't the blue album and you know, th- he he kind of shut down, he went off and like they took a break, he went off and did other projects, but it's wild to me because it's like if people would have loved Pinkerton with all that other Pinkerton that he had, like would he have just put out like another Pinkerton and another, you know what I'm saying? Pinkerton like, too. Yeah. What yeah, w- w- would their Pinker. trajectory <laughs> so much, even more pink? Yeah. Uh, a deeper shade of Pinkerton. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, but he, my, I, what you were saying, Matt made me land on this. There are songs on this album that I'm like, I see why this was cut from another album or kept off an album or, you know, just didn't end up in a place. Then there are songs in this album that I'm like, man, this is this strikes me as album track, and I don't know th- for whatever reason when Trampoline hit, I if they, you put it on Pinkerton, I could be wrong, and I could listen to it, and be like, oh, this don't fit, but it it does feel it does feel like album worthy. This song, I 
I think I want to revise. Okay. Uh, uh, everyone is my favorite song on this album. Trampoline is my favorite Weezer song on this album. Wow. Okay. Wow. Okay. That, that makes sense. <laughs> uh, also, this song does have maybe the most River Rivers Cuomo line of any song he's ever written. And that's, I've never seen you before, but I know what you're feeling. Yes. Yeah. That that's is, that's uh, perfect. That's 1998 <laughs> Rivers for sure. It's it's interesting to me when they decide to do the thing that people like that they do. Yes. Yeah. Like, because they'll often, they'll do it. They won't do it all the time. No. Occasionally they'll do it. And it's just always like, you could be doing this. <laughs> You like, but like, I I understand the impulse not to because you want to grow as an artist. You want to like stretch your your muscles and 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 try to just do a bunch of ex- things that are exciting to you. Not that that, and that's not always going to line up with what's exciting to everyone. But occasionally they'll do something that sounds exactly like how you think it should, mm-hmm. and it's great. And it's you know, uh, not the, I, and I don't. I'm not somebody that thinks that that's what they should be doing all the time. I like, I like when they take a swing. I like the greatest man that ever lived. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it, it's cool to sort of have like the recipe though. If you yeah. ever need yeah. like, you know, well, we gotta get we gotta get the kids to buy this album. Let's yeah, let's yeah, give let's them a, a Weezer song. Of the secret on this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's just fascinating. I mean, like as a comedian, I'm like I know the things that I do in my wheelhouse that work, and I just do them over and over and over again. And yeah. to have someone be like, yeah, we know what works, but we're just going to write like I'm a robot. I'm like, damn, dude, I'm not even, a, I, 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 I'm like not ready to stop doing my own shit yet, right? Yeah. Like it's it's wild to just be like, and now I'm a robot because that's and what that's I want to devote my attention brave. to. Yes, Because yes. they could easily do what everyone wants. It <laughs> yeah. would not be hard for them to do it. They, they probably already have it. all the songs. Yeah, they have them all. <laughs> they can just put them out. But no, and yeah, I, I hope to one day find uh, what my wheelhouse is uh, so I can go to the well every now and then. Uh, still looking, uh, but you know, when I do, I'll find it. Yeah, you're on your way. It's a journey. It's, a, it's, it's, a, it's about the destination, right? Like, it's, life's, <laughs> life's not a race. Uh, let's listen to track eight. This is a track called Odd Couple. All right, a little bit of Odd Couple. Um, this one was uh, recorded prior to the Red Album. So it, it was, I think, a, I don't know if it was a demo for the Red Album, but it was like a, recorded around that same time. Um, Matt, what are your thoughts on Odd Couple? Uh, I don't like it. I just, yeah. I don't know. No, it's, I, a low, I, it's a low point for me. It's, uh, I don't know. I can sort of see... I can like it tracks. It doesn't like not make sense to me that they yeah. would try something like this. Yes, but I don't. I don't know something about it. Just it doesn't. It doesn't quite land to me. It's just kind of blah. 
It might be. I don't know if it's the worst one. It it's close. But, yeah. Uh, what I what I don't like about Odd Couple. I'm sorry. Let me start with what I like about Odd Couple. What That's I like nice. about Odd Couple. Yeah, I'm I'm going to be very nice to to uh, Old Man Rivers here. Was it's 2008? He's recently married. And he wrote a song, kind of, about how he loves his wife. Kind of. It's yes. not it's it's not quite there. I no. would love to see Rivers writing more songs about how he loves his wife. Because me as a casual listener, know that I know that he is married and I am kind of disconnected from the fact like he puts out a lot of songs about like Man, why is it after I got married, like people want to start texting me? Like I, I could deal with hot yeah, girls. Yeah, why is everybody and I'm so like, hot now? I'm like, <laughs> I really don't want to hear that song from you. I, I kind of do. I mean, I'm a wife guy, you know, guilty as charged, but I kind of do want to hear a song about that you kind of think your marriage is okay, right? Like, yeah. And this song gets me halfway there. I don't think it's a good song, and I think it's also a misfire. I think if I showed this, if I wrote this song and showed it to my wife, she'd be like, try again. You get one more try. You could try again. Uh, I don't like the part where you tell you say that you want to like kill me in the song. That's not great. Uh, that's not really a love song about your wife. Um, but I, I, I do like. So I guess I'll say that I like about the song is the direction that he's going. I just don't think that the song is like a one hundred percent. Yeah, all the way there. And it seems like there's just like there's just like a lot going on. Yeah, it just there's it's 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 kind of a busy song to me. Yeah. It's uh, it's like if he um, there's a there's a Shakespeare sonnet. um, Oh boy, my my mistress's eyes are nothing like the sun. The whole the whole sonnet is like this broad's a fucking dog, but I love her. Yeah, and it's kind of like he updated that and then made a bowling for soup song out of it. Oh, okay, yeah, (laughs) and it's fine, I guess. This one, this one's fine. It's fine. It's there. It's if I wrote good- this song, if I wrote this song and showed it to Mariah, she'd be like, "What? You don't read books, motherfucker? Why are you telling people you read books and I watch TV? Bitch, you watch more TV than me." She'd be like, "Yeah, I, I don't oh, buy for no. a second that Rivers is like I read books and my wife is like a total slob." It's like, fuck off. <laughs> it's just rude. Is what it's it is. rude. You can't do it that. You can't up do your that spot. to your wife. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's listen to track nine. Um, this is a track uh, also uh, laid down prior to the Red album uh, called Autopilot. I will say that I don't necessarily think we've ever heard that specific vocal effect on River's voice no. before. The like right? auto-tune? Yeah. Yeah. That's gotta be that's a first for Weezer. I like that bridge too. Yeah. I think the bridge for me might be the only part of the song that I like. I don't gotta hear him t- picking up his dog poop and yeah. playing with it in his little lab. Yeah. That's weird. It's weird. And this is what I mean about earlier when I was saying the thing about this is like a c- contractual 
uh, obligation. Uh-huh. There are two songs. Well, there, there are multiple songs about how this guy is unhappy with what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I know that a lot of these songs were written prior to this. Sure. But there's sort of a theme here. This album is like more cohesive than I think a lot of people will give it credit for. The theme of this album is, I'm depressed with my current state of being, and I'm just doing this task because yeah. it's in front of me. Yeah. Uh, and I will do it because I am a robot. I am on autopilot. That I've settled me, with my wife. Yes. <laughs> and, yeah, I, and my wife's all right. <laughs> She's here. She's here watching TV as well. Yes. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, th- 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 this song, like, I'm a robot and autopilot. I mean, this is also another really forgettable Weezer song. But it, it, again, it, this one feels more like a creative writing exercise than it does like a song. Like, it was cool to do it and finish it and produce it to be like, hey, I wonder if Weezer can do this. And it's like, this is a song with an answer. And the answer is, the question is, can we do this? The answer is yes. And that's as much as I wish to engage with the autopilot. <laughs> mm-hmm. this, this song reminded me of... This felt like a Weird Al song that's not a parody, you know, like how he does oh, like yeah. original songs. That's yeah. what, this felt very, or I guess that's just a Frank Zappa song, but that's what this felt like to me. Just like a kind of silly, weird, like, yeah, just weird, just yeah. weird. I did the whole, the whole hate dog it, poop versus weird, but it was weird. There's also that cool, I don't know if it's like a the breakdown where he does like the 10 input, what is your name, 20 mm-hmm. print, hello. That's like interesting, I wrote down. I mean, then it, I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. But I was like, huh, what's going on? Like pretty weird to do. You guys got to do, uh, well, you don't have to do this. <laughs> Let me just say that first of all. You don't have to do this. You don't have but, to. But because you brought up uh, Weird Al, there is a Weird Al song that is sort of a Weezer Red Album uh, like pastiche kind of. Well, he does like a sort of like a. It's not a parody of Pork and Beans, but it's like a style parody of Pork and Beans. Wait, which song? Oh, interesting. It's, uh, Skipper Dan from Alpocalypse. About the, the oh Disney yes cruise, yes. Uh, uh, the Disney. Uh, what is it called? The Jungle Jungle Cruise, Cruise. Uh, guy. Oh, uh, he nice. ju- he. I just saw him, and he did play Skipper Dan. Did wow. he really? Yeah, I've never it seen was, him live. I would love to. Well, this concert was all or- original. It was like no parodies, no parodies. At, this, at this tour, which was extremely fun. That's great. I, I saw that tour a few years ago, and I w- wish I had seen him, you know, maybe 10 years ago when he had like a ton of energy and was doing like the big stage tour, because uh, I, I, which I never did. But I, the, I, I would have rather seen that than the kind of like more stripped down him on a stool <laughs> type sure. of tour. Um, the one thing I will say about Autopilot, to, to get us back on track, thank God, is that <laughs> it really makes me, like it really puts me in a mood to hear the next song. Because I was like, huh. And <sighs> then uh, when the next song hit, I was way more able to receive it. So let's talk about this. Is Like Matt said, uh, track one, track 10. Watch them out for uh, Weezer albums. Uh, this is track 10. This is Unbreak My Heart. Take back that sad
That is a little bit of a ooh, and then the guitar solo hit. Ooh, and that guitar solo hit. That's a little That's bit a of tasty un- lick. <laughs> Break my heart. Um, this is again. This is another one that was uh, uh, recorded prior to Make Believe. Um, this was Rick Rubin's suggestion. Uh, he told Rivers him and he was like he really liked the song. Rivers liked the song. He was like, you should put this on the album. I, I guess there was a disagreement on the band because it was very close to being on the album. Rivers said that he really loved it and wanted to put it on Make Believe. Um, and he was ambiguous about who in the band said that it maybe shouldn't go on it. Um, but it was ultimately left off of Make Believe, which was already a 13-track album yeah, and didn't need this, but wild. Because this is the first time that Weezer has ever put a cover song on an album. Is that correct? Matt would know better than I. I think that is correct. I would say so. They've They've done covers. Right, like they did. Um, well, you could, they've done. Uh, they did that Valoria cover. Yes, it's, the, it's usually usually on like other like other. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, that. But this one, yeah, is their first like album cover. Yeah. Um, up until Africa, I think. Uh, they, yeah, I don't really touch covers. Um, like in the studio un- until until then, um, and I gotta say. I love it. Mm-hmm. I fucking love it. Absolutely. Like the, the song on its own is good. Yeah. Right? It's like a great song. It's a beautiful song. This is like, I wish they remembered that this is how you're supposed to cover a song. Like, yes. It's, 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 it's the Weezer version of Unbreak My Heart. It's mm-hmm. not a karaoke version of Unbreak My Heart. Like, it's a little different. It has, it's a, you know, it's sort of slightly different like tempo it's 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 you know it's it's more tailored to their sensibility yep i'm shocked like i mean i knew this but i was shocked to learn that it was from like that make believe era when they yeah. were working with Rick Rubin uh because it doesn't sound like that like it sounds like i don't know it sound it's it sounds like we like Weezer yeah. Uh, yeah, yes it does. It sounds like fucking Weezer. Yeah, and I don't know. It's he sounds great on it. Uh he's not like his vocals aren't overproduced on it. Uh the band is really tight. Um it's just a great gr- I think it's such a great song and I wish I wish they would do more with it and I wish they would like if they're going to continue to do covers. Yes. Uh, which it seems like they've maybe stopped that for now. Um, although I did when I did see him recently, they did cover Teenage Dirtbag, which was really funny. Oh, that's um, fun because people always thought that that was a Weezer song, yeah. <laughs> uh, and Rivers was like, This song's like, uh, from the, from the 2000s and it's blowing up on TikTok, uh, which is good for us, I guess. And then just started playing it. And I was like, This is honestly savage. This is that's, so fucking funny. That is so, I mean, there were so many people who were like on like LimeWire and Kazaa and Napster. Yeah. That mm-hmm. downloaded the Weezer discography and got Ween's "Teenage Dirtbag" in there as well. It's uh, it's great. Uh, but this this song I think is like, I don't know. The song like on its own is perfect. Yeah. So like a good version, a good cover of it is gonna be good. Uh, so uh, it's 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 great, and I love it, and I think it sounds really good. Johnny, what are your thoughts? To to kind of, kind of like you're saying, where this is like. Weezer's version of of Unbreak My Heart when I before I started like taking notes or anything I just like had this on while I was cooking and like driving around and whatever and I listened to it a lot and it took me a few listens through to even realize what this was because not not like paying attention to the lyrics or anything I was like this is great and then I was like oh fuck I know this song Um, 
and I and I think that's like really cool that they're able to very much make it their own. Uh, uh because I we were just talking about this for I think on the show about how so many covers are just like why did you do this? It, you just it's did like, the song. Yeah, it's like a yeah. karaoke version, right? Yeah. Like you just you played it exactly the same. It's like a yeah, it's like a picture perfect cover, which doesn't make any sense to me. No. Yeah. Um it's 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 fucking solid. It's fucking solid and a great end to this yeah. album. I I, I mean, solid. first of all, this 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 is a it's a Tony Braxton song, all-time classic, like fucking banger of a song. A, but also kind of a sleeper song to cover. And I feel like it's a, I mean, look, Rick Rubin, obviously, I don't need to say this, like he's fucking smart. Like he knows what he's doing. And I, I, I sometimes feel like Rivers is so suggestible. If you just put him next to like a producer that really, really knew what he was doing, you could get so much good stuff. Like like uh, Rick Ocasek begged him to put Buddy Holly on the Blue album. He was like, trust me, you want to put this on the album. And it's like, I, I think a lot of times like you 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 can you can make like some magic with that. And then a lot of times Rivers is put with people who are just kind of like duo, you know, do this like, uh, you know, uh, do Ratitude. And he's like, OK. And like he does it. And it's like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have. So it's like it's I think Rivers is such a talented performer that if you put him in his lane and just let him go. He can. He has the capacity to knock it out of the park, and I think this song is like a perfect encapsulation of that. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think there needs to be equal measure of, um, like rivers, like slapping somebody's hand a little bit at the board, uh-huh. and also somebody slapping rivers' hand a little bit. The, like when, there needs to be like a delicate balance. And I feel like when he works with, um, when he works with Susie Shin on mm-hmm. their recent albums, and he works when he works with Jake Sinclair. Uh, on, on some of these more recent ones, there's a good balance of, um, there's a it seems like there's like a good workflow there, um, but maybe when he works with some of these other producers that are maybe a little more like pop oriented, which is not bad, it's just not necessarily like the zone that because like Weezer's a pop band, yeah, for sure, they're like a pop rock band. Like if you're working with the Cars with Rico Kasich, yeah. there's gonna be there's gonna be pop on there. Um, so they're not necessarily a stranger to that, but like pop, I think like modern pop has changed so much that like when they work with some of these newer like pop producers, it doesn't always work. Yeah. Like even working with Rick Rubin is like, and Rick's worked with everybody. Yes. But it's like, it's kind of an odd fit even. Cause like, I don't know if he got the best out of he didn't get the best out of them on that record, but like, it's not a bad record either. It's just no. a very different record. Yeah. And w- well, it was reminding me cause I was like, I think that there was, I think it was a story from make believe where, um, haunt you every day was like the first song that, uh, which is the last track of, of make believe was a song that rivers wrote on piano. And like Rick Rubin had given him an assignment to like write a Billy Joel song. And he was like, I didn't quite do it. But I did put this song together. I fucking love Haunt You Every Day. I think Haunt You Every Day is a phenomenal song. It's one of I my favorite so uh, track enders. And my my thought was when I was listening to this, I was like, man, how did this not make it on make-believe? And I was like, oh, it's because the Haunt You Every Day thing turned out really well. I think mm-hmm. if he had said write a Billy Joel song and it turned out like shit, we would see Unbreak My Heart as an album ender on make-believe. But because yeah. Haunt You Every Day is a phenomenal song, this song got bumped. And I was like, damn, that's a bummer. But also... Yeah, it's it's right. That's the right call. That was a 13-track album or 12-track album. It, it was the right call. Yeah, didn't need it. Didn't need it. 
Uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, th- w- w- this is phenomenal. It's a bummer because I know I've listened to enough. I listened to Africa and maybe a couple other songs off of Teal, I want to say. Mm-hmm. And I know that they didn't go the Unbreak My Heart direction with Teal. No. And I'm not looking forward to listening to Teal because of that. And it's it's a bummer because this proves that they knew how to do it differently and then they yeah. chose not to. I'll say that like Teal, like, you know. Yeah. It's not it's it's like its own thing. It's not really like it's almost nothing, but it, like sometimes if I'm just like being chaotic and hitting shuffle on all of Weezer's discography. Terrible decision. Like, yeah, it's going to be I'm going to hear some really crazy stuff. <laughs> but if a teal song pops up, I might be like, "You know what? Sure, maybe it's um uh Mr. Blue Sky for a little bit." That's all yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's just it's just Weezer singing some like famous songs, you know. Yeah. It's, like, it's fine, yeah. Yeah, y'all hear no scrubs for a little bit. <laughs> I right. can't tell if this is a bit that these are the songs that are on Teal because I don't know the track list for Teal. And you could say any song, and I'd be like, yeah, they probably did that. <laughs> yeah, who could say? <laughs> who could say? You'll have, you'll you'll know in a couple of years, Johnny. Well, well, um, that that is the end. That is all, all ten tracks uh, of 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 Death to False Metal. I, I'll. I, we, we we usually at the end of the 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 episode, Matt. We we kind of sum up. We we let our listeners know if we suggest if we recommend listening to it. And then Johnny and I are on a very stupid quest where we have to um, record our top one hundred albums of all time. So we have to make a decision: Would we put uh, Weezer's uh, "Death to False Metal" on our top one hundred albums of all time? I think Johnny, you have two. I have three Weezer albums already mm-hmm. on our top one hundred wow. albums of all time. Which so it's three? Already, uh, I have. Uh, I think in order, I've got Blue. Uh, make believe, and then Pinkerton, and then Johnny. I believe you have blue, blue and Maladroit. Yeah, not yeah. in that order. Though. Not in that order. Not in that. Wow. order. Wow, Maladroit higher than Blue for you. Yeah, I fucking love Maladroit. Maladroit's uh, great. Yeah, we we uh we all have our little Weezer darlings. Um, but uh, uh, Matt, our question to you is: If you were putting together your top one hundred albums of all time. Do you think that there is a space for Death to False Metal on that list, or is Death to False Metal a good album but not worthy of uh, one of those top one hundred spots? Ah, uh, there's no way it's on the top one hundred. <laughs> <laughs> there's just no way. Like it's like it's like a fine album because like the yeah. songs are fine. Like the, here's what I'm gonna say about this album. I don't think the album is good. I think there are songs on the album that are like from good to fine and then just sort of like blah. Like yeah. it is sort of like, I don't know. It's not, a, I just don't I, really I consider agree. it. I just yeah. don't really like, I don't really think about it as like a, as a Weezer album, even though it is and Rivers says it is. Um, I just don't, yeah, I just don't, I, I go, but this is like the, the first time I've heard it since I did the episode, probably like three years ago. <laughs> like maybe I'll go and listen to Unbreak My Heart sure. if I'm like I could use a little like feeling you know yeah, yeah maybe yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. stuck in some traffic and I want to really belt belt one out um, but I don't go back and listen to it and that to me doesn't make it top 100 worthy yeah. top 100 worthy is going to be something like yeah like Blue or Pinkerton you'd have to return uh, to it like License to Ill you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. songs, songs for the death. Uh, you know, like, uh, 
just me naming 100 albums right now. Uh, <laughs> in order, in perfect order, you're like, whoa, shit, I can do yeah. that. Uh, no, I mean, I, I totally agree. I, it's not going on my top 100 either. It, it, if if I can make a recommendation to the listeners, I think track one, track 10, solid. Uh, maybe listen to it once and then like pull the ones that you like off for a playlist. I'm glad I heard Trampoline because uh, I really like that song. But I, I very quickly after listening to this pulled some stuff off into my Weezer playlist and I was like, I'll never listen to this again. Like, I just yeah. don't need to hear I'm a robot or autopilot ever again. I, I just don't. So it's like, it's not going on my top 100, but I do recommend it. I do think that you could listen to it once and pull some fun songs off of it. Yeah, your mileage may vary. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Johnny, what about you? Top 100? So here's the thing. <laughs> Oh, I I really enjoyed this album a lot. And for me, the worst tracks on it were still like pretty solid. Wow. And I, I did listen to this album quite a bit and I was having a good time. And I will tell you, there is one reason and one reason alone why it's not going on my top 100 because Ooh. I seriously considered it. And that is because I would put it in like the 80s or 90s and I know it's already crowded and I just don't feel like dealing with it. <laughs> jo- Johnny Johnny has Johnny is we filling up our top 100 we're doing it blind so we can't see each other's lists. No, we can't see our own list. We can't see our own list. We can only see each other's list. And Johnny has like 80 through 100 is almost full. Because he's like, I like it, but I don't love it. So let's just put it in the 90s. And now now he's fucked. He's just completely fucked. I've oh, done the same no. thing, too. I think I'm pretty fucked on the 80s and 90s as well. I don't think you're as bad as... No, you're not <laughs> yeah, nearly as bad as You me. have, like, one left where you could go. And that's so the thing. Funny. is, I would, I would put it somewhere in there, but I don't want to waste your time, Matt, with yeah. me trying to find the fucking spot. No, That'd do be- what you got to do. Do what you think is right. <laughs> If you want to put it in, let's put it in. Johnny, <laughs> let me say this, because I think what you're experiencing right now, and I will say this for this like year of uh, of Weestoberfest, Make Believe and Death to False Metal were my favorite of the five albums that we listened to. And I think that you might be just be coming off of not being able to listen to Ratitude and only being able to listen mm. to a couple tracks from Hurley and being like, oh, this is an album I can listen to the whole thing of and thinking... This must be good, but I I do think that like I don't think it stands up to blue. I don't think it stands up to like Pinkerton. Obviously, I I do think it's listenable, but I don't think it's as solid as maybe you might. But that's my opinion. That's mine. No, you might you might be right because it's been it's been a rough year. Yeah, it's been it's a been year. a rough year. <laughs> I think I can do it. I think right now, j- just with the the nine Weezer albums that I listen to, I think I'm like. And I'm going to take heat for this. I know. Blue, Make Believe, Pinkerton, Maladroit, Green, Red, Death to False Metal, Hurley, and then Ratitude. Ratitude doesn't, I mean, doesn't even deserve a spot. But that's, that's that's my, like, that's my ranking right now. I thought hard about this. I think this is fine. I, uh, I think, (laughs) I think, I think that's okay. Um, Yeah. Thank you. Nine. <laughs> there's so much more. It's, yeah, it's, there's so it's unbelie- much more in the in this year alone. Yeah, they've done all four, what the four seasons. Yeah, uh, winter hasn't come out yet. Three, yes. Um, but yeah, they're at three of four. Last year they put out two albums, two, two albums. full albums. Mm-hmm. Um, it's insane. I mean, that's yeah, that's that's at least another year. He keeps by the time we catch up to them. Well, there will be five more albums, and we'll have another year of, of <laughs> We Stoner Fest. But then the thing is, too, I think after this, I think they take their like longest break in a while, and it's like 
two years. Yeah, well, this is coming off of like 2008, 2009, 2010, 2010. It's like four albums in three years. Yeah. yeah this is this is a wild pace for them. Like, oh, no, it's even, it's three years. Because the next album doesn't come out until 2013. Yeah. Damn. Damn. So this is huge. Big break. Big break for Weezer. Um, yeah. Fuck. Well, okay. Well, Matt, we, we want to thank you so much. Uh, you're officially a Bill Bud now because um, wow. you, you came on the show. So thank you for being a Bill Bud. Thanks for uh, having me. I had a blast. Do, do you have anything that you uh, would like to plug? Um, obviously, What's mm. With These Homies talking about Weezer, uh, which uh, I, you can you do the the what, the acronym from memory or the initialism? No, no, no. it's it's bad. <laughs> What's with these homies talk? You're, yeah, W W T H T A Weezer Pod, I think on social media. W W T H T A Weezer Pod at gmail dot com. Just bad. Hard to like. It's easier to search my name, and then it just comes up. Just search for Matt Apodaca. Yeah, Matt Apodaca Weezer. <laughs> it comes up. It uh, autofills. Yeah, it, yeah. It, 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 honestly, it does. Like it's like it's one of the things that's up there. It's like that podcast's girlfriend. Um, <laughs> very strange. Uh, feet height. Feet. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Dead. Yeah. Dead question mark. Yeah. 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 Dead when. Um, <laughs> dead when. Uh, when this motherfucker dead. When are yeah. you gonna die? How long uh, do we have to wait? Uh, I I just every day every morning when I wake up I go to is dead dot com. It says no and it's like oh, okay. <laughs> and then it's like I'm running that website. <laughs> <laughs> There's a kill switch in your heart as soon as yeah, it stops. Exactly. Uh, also, also the, the the video game podcast Get Played. Uh, I yes. believe you you also have a, a Patreon for that podcast as well. Yeah, we have a Patreon spinoff show called Get Animated, where we just talk about anime. Um, we've covered two series so far. Um, we covered uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion, which I highly recommend uh, to anybody. Uh, Big Pinkerton vibes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. You know, it's just kind of like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. In, in, in every way that you're thinking, actually, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's also like, uh, it's just, it's honestly, it's one of the best things I've ever seen. It's just so great. Uh, and then we watch this other show called uh, Leakerous Recoil, which is a newer show, which I also really enjoyed. Um, so I, I'm sort of new to anime, and Heather, Heather Ann Campbell, um, one of my co-hosts, is like an anime uh, expert, and, and Nick... Uh, Nick Weiger is um, sort of in between, uh, so we have a lot of fun talking about. Nice, anime. that's a perfect mix. Yeah, it's great. It's it's really a lot of fun, and then, yeah, the video game show is free uh, over uh, wherever you get pods on on Earwolf, uh, and it's uh, right now. We're, well, we just finished October, which was like <laughs> we all picked games that the other person would hate. So like we picked Leisure Suit Larry for Heather. Ooh. <laughs> we picked God. we picked Fortnite for Nick, thinking he would hate it, and then we all loved it. Yeah, everybody, everyone, unfortunately, loves Fortnite. It's my wife, my so wife wants fun. to play Fortnite tonight, and I was like, okay, let's do it. It's it's a great time. And then they yeah. picked a Blair Witch VR game for me, which I had a fucking nightmare. Oh God, <laughs> that sounds awful. It was awful and also like nauseating because they haven't quite figured out 
movement in VR because if you're standing still but you're moving, your brain is sending yeah. you a signal that's incorrect, and so you just feel disoriented. And uh, so it's just not fun top to bottom. Just uh, you describing that makes me feel ill. <laughs> yeah, it's it's rough. And then we also just recorded an episode about the Silent Hill movie, uh, which was also <laughs> not very fun. Th- that's awful because, like... Nick's got to do Fortnite, which is just kind of like fun, and everyone agrees that it's fun. It's yeah, like if we you like, had, like a sandwich, up. a sandwich podcast. They're like, uh, "Let's make you eat like a breakfast sausage sandwich." And you're yeah, like, yeah. Okay, this week we're doing peanut butter weird. and jelly. And then they're like, "Okay," and then like uh, Matt, for the, why don't we have you eat like dog shit sandwich? You're like, "That's <laughs> like that's way different than what he got." That's basically uh, what happened. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And honestly, I probably would have preferred one over the other. Uh, not really. No. Poop? No thanks. Nothing. Uh, I wouldn't want to eat a dog shit sandwich. We it, won't make you eat one on this podcast. Thank you very much. But uh, we will let you. Okay. <laughs> as long as I'm allowed. I won't let you do it. I won't make you do it, but I res- uh, respect your right to do it. <laughs> Uh, well, again, Matt, thank you so much uh, uh, for, for joining us. We'll have links to your other uh, various projects in the show notes, so if people want to check you out, uh, please click along those links and find them. Uh, Johnny, anything else for the people out there in Bill Bud's land? No, you know, uh, as All Hallows Wheeze turns to um, Zepp Vember, where we mm-hmm. listen to all Led Zeppelin, that's oh not true. Oh my gosh, no. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just say thanks, you know? Thanks. Th- and thank you, Matt, and thank you to... to Thanks to anyone and everyone. <laughs> wow, this was truly a, a blast. I would happily come back on for. Uh, you don't even either. have to talk about Weezer if you want to come back. I'll, I'll come back and talk Weezer. I'll come talk about anything. This was a, a blast. Well, thank you so much, uh, and to all those listening out in Bill Bud's land, we tip our hats to you, and we wish you a fond farewell. Tonight we're hanging with the boys. Yeah, we're going out. We're going out. We're going out. Johnny O'Mara, Johnny O'Mara, hands up for them real ones, them good, good, good.